of Ed and All Hope listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognar here. Hope you're all doing well. It is sunny but cold out there. Oh, boy. Nothing like winter coming on us. Yes, sir. Okay. Now, my sponsorship with Anchor has ended. I may get another one sometime, and I hope I do soon. But in the meantime... I'm going to be plugging other people's games here. So I'm going to say this episode is brought to you by, and this time it's Bloat Games. Bloat Games is the home of the Survive This rule set, which is very fine. He's got, Eric Bloat does some great stuff, him and his team. And the mechanic is used for several different genres. It was started with zombies. And he's also got a few other ones. Vigilante City is a good low to medium-powered supers game. Also survived this Dark Places and Demogorgons, which is basically uh, 1980s teenage kids in a town with weird supernatural stuff going on, which is another RPG-type to play Stranger Things. I'm sure that was inspired by Stranger Things. And also you can use it for a couple other things, like, you know, something like Something Wicked This Week Comes or some Stephen King stuff or things like that. But anyway, that's a great that's a great genre book. And he has one right now that he's put out on on general releases, kickstarted, so now it's in general release of Survive This Fantasy. And this looks to do for the fantasy genre what it did for the supers and the zombies and all the other stuff, which I am very happy about. I'm I'm going to be doing a review on it soon, but the the survive this mechanic I like it because it's really it's really it it's concise and it's it's simple and short. Not shortish, but I mean, it's more like it. It feels like zero edition or BX D and D, which is what I like. You have classes, you have, you know, things like that, and the usual things, and they're just fantastic. Survive this fantasy. I'm really looking forward to. But anyway, if you're looking for something that plays fast, plays cleanly. And is a lot of fun. The Survive This series from Bloke Games. And you can find that at blokegames.squarespace.com. So, anyway. All right, today I want to talk about something to look to look out for. Things to look out for in your games that may happen. Players, situations, rules, you know, rules, anomalies, things like that. And this one, I'm going to say Power Creep. Power creep can happen. I first encountered it when I was playing champions. We used to call it the arms race because it's it's kind of to me it's particularly you know the the, the oh here I go without words again. Doggone it! What the, the the kind of game system it's particularly vulnerable to is the point by systems like Hero System, like GURPS, like whatever else is out there. You've got to be careful because pretty soon your players are. I mean, it can happen in D and D too. 
you know, class of level is not immune to it. It's just more prevalent in the point buy systems. You got to be careful because in fifth, you know, I look at D&D fifth edition and I see there's a lot of power creep going on, but it's supposed see, the thing is, I don't think it's very as prominent in class and level systems is because for, for, I don't know about the earlier, probably not the earlier divisions, but you've got to, it's like it takes, it compensates for that because it puts these things in the characters, the, their character, the class wheelhouse. So you're going to get this. And what I like about it in fifth edition and games like that is they give you at third level, you get this at fifth level, you get this. It's not every level. And a lot of times like see the monk, he has to choose a discipline. So you have a choice there. They give you like three or four. So you have a choice. You can't take it all, which is kind of, to me, it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of putting the brakes on it a bit, but still it's there. But, and also the D and D is the system is built where it's supposed to get tougher as you go. But the point by systems, it's people get things willy nilly and everything's open. You know, supers games are vulnerable to this too. You know, not a hero, but play. You know, uh, mutants and masterminds, and other th- even even the the ones like villains of vigilantes and Marvel. You can you know you can have the power creep. What you got to do is really got to kind of they they try and put the brakes on it because of you only get so many points for experience and things like that. But at the same time, I've seen players hoard those points. And they keep playing, and then kaboom! They've got this multi multi level monstrosity out there. I mean, I've seen that the hero books. They even even in the 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 champions books, they talk about power creep and certain builds that that players will do. It is very hard in a point by system to me to keep everything balanced and fair. And you know how I am about balance and fairness in D&D, not at all, but in something like Champions, you got to do that because it's not it's not built into the front end. You got to take care of it on the back end. You got to be able to say, well, now, wait a minute. Okay, fine. He's blind. He gets 25 points for that. This is my character, Escargot. This is how I got an extra 25 points for my character because I said he's blind unless he's wearing the super suit. So I got like an extra 25 points. Now, another way they balance it is in if the game has disads like Hero, is if you don't want that disad, you got to buy it off with your experience. And some disads, if they are core to your character, your GM will not let you buy them off. Because... As far as I'm concerned, and also this is the way it should, I think think the, I think the way it should be is the fact that you've got to justify this in story, in, in game. You've got to justify it. I justified, I bought off my character's blindness eventually. And I bought it off with, uh, because he was an engineer, he owned the, he was basically a French Tony Stark. And the, their, his scientists came up with the technology where he could have, like digital eyes or something like this, something like Jordy LaForge in 
Star Trek Next Generation. He had the visor, then he had those weird-looking eyes, something like that. And so I had that thing. But he had another disad, protects children, that I would not buy off. Because to me, that was that was a good part of his character right there. Because he is very... He's, he was a single guy. He was a bachelor's stuff, but he really had a soft spot for children the way I had some kind of backstory justification for that. But I said, no, this is part of him. This stays. So that's one way to keep, and I'm getting away from the power creep, but that's one way they tried to keep the power creep from going because it's like when, it's like a game master at D&D always trying to figure out a way to separate the characters from their money. In something like Champions, you're trying to separate the characters from their points. So they, so they grow. You try to get them to grow in a measured way, like D and D. That's one of the things the class and level system has as advantage because it's not your not everything's available at once. Because that's the way it is. You play Fantasy Hero, which is hero games with fantasy. You you've got everything there. You got all the powers. You got all you know all the all the abilities, all the spells, all that this that and the other thing, and it gets crazy. I mean, I at one point I was when I had to come up with a new super and champions, I was overwhelmed. I said, "Oh man!" Unless I had a strong concept, and that's the thing. That's another thing that keeps keeps a lid on the power creep is a strong concept in D and D or any other game. A strong concept is king. You got an idea for this paladin who who's you know they all protect the weak and stuff like that but he also helps in good works he helps rebuild towns he helps things like that and so that's a good concept a superhero okay he has super strength he can fly and he shoots beams out of his eyes but at the same time he's always working for um the urban overhaul. He's trying to help, you know, trying to rebuild, get poor housing, help with that. And he did the same thing, but it's a strong concept. And sometimes it comes in the power. Sometimes it comes in the, the character. Same thing with D and D. Anyway, I think you guys get the point. Power creep is something you got to keep an eye on. All right. I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Dorji, Wendell, Jessen, Oliver, Shriek, Gilbert, Soares, Juan Carlos, Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, John Allen Large, and Michael Tompkins. Thank you, guys. You, I really appreciate it. And don't forget Dan, to listen to Dan Gregg's Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast. Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.